Hello, everybody. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> Hello, guys, how you doing today? It's another beautiful Thursday. Welcome to another beautiful episode of your awesome podcast, Relationship Negative on Ome. And the voice you're listening to is still that of your one and only Onome Omachola. How you guys doing? How was the night? I believe you slept well. And, um, how is the day going? I believe it's going on beautifully well. It's just as mine. So today I will be taking the series three of uh, the series we started about three weeks ago. So three weeks ago we started on a, we, we started a journey. You know, we started a journey on a relationship being an adventure, and then we had our first series three weeks ago talking about how to build a good communicative skills in your relationship. And then last week we spoke about how to manage, no, last week spoke about um, agreeing on, on your priorities as partners in your relationship. And that was the uh, series two. And today we'll be talking about uh, the third series, which is uh, how to manage conflict and anger in relationship. Woo! <laughs> this is such a beautiful topic. I mean, this is such uh, an awesome series that was that we have been talking about. I mean, I believe you guys has you've learned one or two things, and I believe you've been chatting, you've been making notes, you've been most importantly, I believe you've been you know you've been running with every point you've been gathering together, you know, on this podcast, and I believe you've been making things work, you've been applying them in your relationship, and I also want to believe you are having awesome and beautiful results already. That is what gladdens me most, you know. I love it so much when people get back to me and be like, oh, no, man, you can't believe that. What you discussed about three weeks ago, you know, I applied to my relationship and I can see the changes already. You know, I've received quite a number of uh, testimonies like that. And, you know, those are the moments I'm living for. It's not about coming here to record the podcast, but it's about the changes. You know, this podcast and the episodes and series and everything I'm doing is making your relationship. That is what gladdens me, actually. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so um today we're gonna be talking about yeah a quick one i had an awesome recording on uh i think last week you know timmy Tope asked me just with melody she asked me to come and have a, a talk on a podcast she has a podcast she runs a podcast too tagged just with Melody. So she asked me to come and talk about a toxic relationship and how to deal with toxic relationships. So I did justice to that perfectly by the Spirit of God. Awesome. It was awesome. It was a beautiful podcast. I mean, everything you ever needed to know about toxic relationship, how to deal with it, you know, the indicators, you know, the indicators to know if you're in a toxic relationship or not, and even how to help others that you think they're in a toxic relationship. I discussed everything in that uh, podcast. So if you would like to listen to it, you can get back to me on my WhatsApp space and I would do well to share the link with you so that you can listen to the podcast. Yeah. So today, let us go quickly, quickly because I, I really don't have much time. So I, I, would, I won't be taking much of our time today. So I will go straight now. I will dive in quickly now into the topic I will be talking about today, which is uh, managing conflict and anger in relationship. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Ready? <laughs> okay, let's let's go. You know, conflict in 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 every relationship, it is normal. We expect we expect conflict. Yeah, what's wrong today? Am I? I'm not tense actually, so I don't know why I'm missing my words. But it's fine. It's okay. I believe you guys are getting me. So in every relationship, it's normal. We 
expect conflict conflict is something that that is actually normal but you know the the big deal now is not is not the conflict on itself but it's about how we manage those conflicts that is what really matters so it's not about the conflict but how we manage the conflict so today i'll be talking about how you can manage your conflicts you know it is actually conflicts that leads to hunger you know there's nobody you know that just gets angry because she just feel like she wants to get angry you know there must be a reason for for someone getting angry angry and most most times in courtship or in relationship it is always the issue of conflict you know conflict between the two partners and then leading to one or two of them getting angry at each other mad at each other so today i'll be talking about how to manage conflict and anger in your relationship so follow me closely guys as i dive you know i'm always diving <laughs> So, uh, conflict is inevitable in every relationship. That is the truth. So, I'm not here to tell you that um, there's a way you can do it that you will not fight. There won't be any there won't be any form of fight between you guys. I'm not here to preach that today. Because Yoruba will say that, I want to tell you And what that means is that, you know, your mouth and your tongue, they used to fight. You know, there is a disagreement between them. And that is why sometimes you, are, you used to bite your tongue right so how come I, I, I always do that so two people you know you guys like i always say you guys are coming from different background you have different uh growing uh different upbringing you have different philosophies of life you've seen you actually grew in different environment so it's deep it's, it's normal that you know you might actually say things differently it's normal that you might actually have different priorities it's normal that the way you see things or the way you see life is actually different so it is normal that conflict or anger will actually come up in your relationship but like i said earlier the issue isn't whether you guys will disagree the issue is how you deal with those disagreements right so the really important thing for every intending couple is to have the tools and skills to resolve conflict consistently and that is what this podcast is all about so right now i'll be talking about how to manage anger i'm really trying to run right now <laughs> so anger is not wrong in itself yeah, anger is not wrong in itself. Even the Bible says, "Binu, mashija, Right? Don't worry, don't, don't mind me. I grew up in a Yoruba speaking church, so <laughs> like, so anger is not wrong in itself. You know, it is how we display our anger that can be harmful in relationship, right? So, two animals actually help us to illustrate two inappropriate and unhelpful ways of managing our anger. There are two animals. So, the first one I have with me is rhinos. You know, rhinos know that they let you know that they're hungry right away. They go on the attack. They let you know the moment they are angry, they let you know they are angry right away. Then the other one is hedgehogs. Hedgehogs, they tend to hide their anger, right? They are likely to become quieter or may withdraw. So the moment they are angry, they tend to hide it by going quiet on you or they withdraw from you. They don't have the they don't have the uh, uh, all these you know the the energy that all these rhinos have that they let you know they are hungry they attack you they do not have that energy they just want to okay fine hedgehogs they just like okay i'm just day my day you two should day your day right both rhinos and hedgehogs have to learn to express what they are upset about verbally and uh, calmly yeah so it is not like you know 
I to me, I won't say one is better. Actually, you know, that, the, those that, in fact, I would actually say that the rhino self they can be better sometimes. I'm not talking about attacking now, but they let you know they are hungry. But you see these eggs, the ox. There are people who call silent. Um, what should we call it? Call them now. There are these people that they are hungry, but they won't let you know you are hungry. Some people will even be smiling at you. Meanwhile, what they will do is inside of them. Right? Ah, why is your bad? Adage, everything coming to my head, you know. And you fear just, you know, to talk from Chadi. It's like you have something else in your mind, but then you are you are reacting, you are you are smiling, you are making it look like everything is fine. Meanwhile, you are planning out to withdraw from that person because you feel like you don't want any issue, and you are keeping it inside of you. So I won't say to any of them is actually cool, but I'm trying to say that whichever way or category you fall into, the best way is uh, you learning how to manage your anger. Be it you think you are the rhinos kind kind of person or you are the hedgehogs kind of person so whichever way the best the best thing or the the solution is actually to find a way to manage your anger so now um looking for solutions together that is that is no that is like the basic way of managing your anger or conflict in your relationship so like i said like i've always said relationship the moment it is relationship then it is no longer uh, a single person thing it got to be emotional so whatever it is that is happening in your relationship you're gonna handle it together you're gonna solve it together so this too is not an exception at all because you guys got to look for solutions together since you haven't you are you both do have the clashes together it's either one person is causing the situation to happen and then the other person is getting angry. So there's a place of you coming together to solve it. So that is the basic and that is the funda uh, yeah, that is the foundation of building a very good relationship, you know, that will a very healthy relationship that knows how to manage, you know, their anger and conflict. And as time goes on, you see that the the there won't be really much thing to get angry about. You know, there won't there won't be much conflict. In fact, as time goes on, you see that you are just guys. You guys are just cool together, you know, and then it's not about you settling anger and resolving conflicts now and then. That is not actually healthy as, as well. So when it is becoming too much, it's not really healthy. Like you can't even spend five minutes together without getting angry at each other, fighting with each other. That is not healthy. So as much as I say that, okay, conflict is inevitable in a relationship, I don't think that is healthy. In fact, as a matter of fact, I know that is not healthy. So when you are fighting always, like people around you can testify to the father that you can't spend 10 minutes together without, you know, one person getting angry at, at, each other, at, at the other person. You know, you guys just fighting each other. That is not healthy as well. So you guys got to look for solutions together. So when you have a disagreement, these are the things you should do. Number one, you recognize that in a relationship, really you're on the same side. That is the first thing I want you to understand, you know. A lot of couples, actually, they do not agree. They do not understand the fact that I shouldn't be fighting. It's just like when you're fighting yourself, your partner, when you have the understanding that fighting with my partner is like fighting myself, then life will get better, actually. When you have the understanding that when I'm, when, when I'm angry at my partner, it's like I'm angry at myself, life will get better. When, when you have the understanding that, okay, if I'm inconveniencing my partner, it's as good as me inconveniencing myself, and I wouldn't want that for myself. Life will get better. So if you understand the fact that in a relationship, you guys are actually on the same side. You know, the way you fight and the way you get angry with each other will actually reduce. And then 
peradventure there is a disagreement you understand that okay let me try to see it from my past uh from my partner's perspective or your partner will come to the understand okay let me try to see it from my partner's perspective you know doing it that way is actually communicating something to you because you guys have the understanding that you are on the same side so there's no point disagreeing you know for a very long time on this you come to a conclusion of, okay how can we go about it let me try and reason it your own way let me see because what matters to you is to actually come to an agreement because you have the understanding that you guys are on the same side you're on the same side i've never in my life except um except uh on she uh -huh. because i don't know the english for one she one like this except you cannot see people two people two parties you know party a and party b and then you see party a fighting against party a it doesn't work like that so they will they will develop tactics on how to fight party b you know that is how it has always been even when we are playing games and then i tell you are my partner the moment i say you are my partner then you are my partner but even if you are my best friend and then we are playing a game and then you are my opponent you know the way i start to see you is not like my best friend anymore i start to see like my enemy as far as this game is concerned so when you understand that you are you're of the same party then the way you you see life will be different like, like I said, except stubborn she and one party and like a, a a member of a party will now be attacking another member of that party instead of you know two of them working together to defeat the other party. So this is what really happens in relationship when you disagree too long on an issue we are meant to actually sit down to agree on. You know, I'm talking too much already. <laughs> you know, you look for a solution together that would be good for your relationship. Yeah. So after sitting together, understanding the fact that you're on the same side, then you look for a solution that would be good for your relationship. So it's not it's not necessary that, okay, it's my partner's solution. It's my whichever solution it is, whichever the person that is providing the, or preferring the solution. What matters is that the solution, you know, what matters is that the solution is actually good and we actually solve the problem you guys have at hand. Then the third one is be ready to press the pause button. You know, when you are, when, when, when there is a disagreement between you, you know, don't just act rationally. Be ready to pause, to, to press the pause button, you know, to know when necessary to, to you, you pause and ask yourself, is this a good time? And is this a good place to be hearing the disagreements? You know, some couples don't even know how to or when and when not to disagree yeah public private everywhere publicly privately they just don't care they just they don't give a damn especially the rhinos kind of temperament that this kind of people that they don't care they just want to attack they don't care how you're feeling they just want to attack right so uh for that kind of person you might need to pause and think okay is this a good place is this a good environment is it a good condition is it a good time to actually start airing our agreements or our disagreements rather so five steps to finding a solution <laughs> so five steps to finding a solution Ooh. number one is identify and focus on the issue causing conflict yeah, identify. See, there are two words, two action words there. Number one is to identify. And after you are done identifying, you focus. Do you know the problem in relationships nowadays is that um, couples or partners, they tend to focus on that person, on their partner, rather than focus or, or rather than focusing on the issue causing the conflict. Because as a matter of fact, your partner is not the issue. It's the issue that is the issue. Do you get me? Are you feeling me? <laughs> so your partner is not the issue in that sense. So we should stop focusing on our partner. We should stop, you know, attacking our partner. When we are both meant to come together to attack 
the issue that is actually causing the conflict. So two things, identify and focus on the issue causing conflict, you know, take the issue that is causing the conflict from between you, put it out in front of you and work on it together. Mm -hmm. So you take the issue, you table it before you and you guys work on it together and you are good to go. Then use, um, I, the I statement, I statement, you know, you, you should use the I statement. Um, you should not try to put, play the blame game, right? So avoid labeling. For example, you always, you never, you should stop using the you word, you, you, you word. You should instead practice how to use I, I statement. Instead of saying, you never listen to me, you never understand me. You can say, I feel upset by you, by, by, by the fact that, you know, when I talk, it's like you, you really do not listen to me. I feel upset. I makes it look like, okay, you're starting. I, I feel upset by this and this. I feel upset by this attitude. I feel upset by this attitude. It's not like saying that you, you never listen to me. You always fond, you know, you, you, you you are just annoying you you get so the third one is listen to each other you try to understand and value each other's perspective take it in turns to talk so when there are issues like this you take it in turns to talk okay can you go first i want to hear from you what do you think when she's done talking and then you two you talk okay this is what i think then you guys will come to a reasonable agreement so you listen to each other like i if you're even not listening to the first series where i talk about how to be the good communicative skills you should really listen to it because there i really spoke extensively on how to build a very good listening skills you know there is a way to listen yeah there is a way to listen listening itself is a skill that everybody should acquire so you should listen to that if you haven't listened to it right so the third, the, the fourth one is brainstorm possible solutions, right? Now there, there are solutions, you know, then you brainstorm those solutions, those possible solutions. You talk about different possibilities, you know, it's, it might even help to write a list. You know, when you are brainstorming something, you, you keep a journal, you keep a list, you are writing it down, this or this or this or this or this. So that might actually work. In fact, it, it do work. If I, a, a lot of time, it do work. I've practicalized something I've, I've done, right? So I'm not coming here to come and tell you guys you know principles that i've never practiced right like i said conflict normally happen but at the end of the day these are the things that we work on we work with together that you know that that helps us in solving our own conflict myself and my fiance so i'm saying that you brainstorm possible solutions together you talk about different possibilities different possibilities so that when one is not working you can easily go to one and that will take me to the last point which is which uh which says right choose the best solution for now and review later you know after brainstorm possible solutions you know talk about different possibilities you you've even written down a list then you choose the best solution. If the solution you try doesn't work, then you try another one from your list. If you can't find a solution together, then you ask for help. That is where the place of counseling, talking to a mentor, a father, the person you respect, someone that, you know, that has been in a relationship for like 20 years, that really has experience. You talk to them, talk to a coach, counselor, you know, someone that can help you. If you see that, but that would be that uh, you guys could not really find a solution 
to whatever it is you are going to. You've tried different possibilities and none of them seems to be working. So you cannot walk up to a counselor, you know, someone you really trust, your mentor, your coach, and then ask them about what to do next. Because as it is, as, as it is now, it seems like you guys are helpless and you really want to find a way out of this. Do you get? So process for healing arts. Process for, for healing arts. Process for healing arts. You know, art is inevitable in every relationship. You will get art. All right. It's not like a partner deliberately wants to hurt you. In fact, my partner would tell me that, babe, you know, I can't, I can't intentionally hurt you. But then it is inevitable because be it is intentional or unintentional, it's, it's just, it normally happens. You get, yes, normally happens. So it's like inevitable in every relationship. And this art must be healed. If our relationship is to flourish, they must be healed. So there is a simple but powerful process for healing. Yeah. So probably you've been hurt by your partner. There is a simple but powerful process to heal. Number one, you talk about the hurt. Talk about it. See, I can tell you that anything you can talk about um, is half solved. Yeah, that's what they used to say. Problems uh, shared is half solved. That thing is not a cliche, actually. It is the truth. It is the truth. So if you can, if you see that you have an issue with your partner, you, you talk about it. Talk about the heart. You tell your partner when they have upset you. You know, don't hold on your heart or allow self-pity and resentment to build up inside of you. Yes, a lot of us, we allow resentment, you know, build up inside of us because we refuse to share our hearts with our partner. You feel like, okay, I don't want to tell him about it. We are this edge ox kind of person. So you rather keep it to yourself than sharing with your partner. That will not really help you. That will not really help you because at the end of the day, you see that your partner is actually fine. But you are the one that you, that is odd, you know, and you will not be getting angry with your partner. He's like... Should he know sense? Should she know sense that something is wrong with me, actually? You know, how, how will I be dating someone for like five years and then, oh, God help you, people in relationship for five years, I celebrate you. So how will I be dating someone for five years and then by now she she actually or he doesn't know when I'm hot or not? And must I tell him, must I tell her everything? Yes, you must tell him or her everything. That is why you're in a relationship. You're not in a relationship to keep your heart to yourself, right? So when your partner hurts you, do well to tell your partner about it. Tell them, tell him or her how he or she has up upset you and you don't like it, right? The next one is say sorry, say sorry. This one, eh, this one, eh, it works like magic. A lot of times, you know, my, 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 my fiance gets angry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The moment I, you know, the moment I open my mouth to say I'm sorry, the moment I uttered the word sorry, the moment I said sorry, you know, it's, it's just like they pour cold water on him and then he will just relax. And the same thing works for me too. When I'm angry and he will, okay, babe, I'm sorry. I just, there is, I don't know. I don't know. There's a way sorry used to change everything. It has worked for me quite a number of times anyway. So it works. But the thing is, our pride can make it hard for us to say sorry. Apologizing means taking responsibility for our wrong words or action. So saying sorry opens the way for reconciliation. So saying sorry doesn't mean you're a fool. That's it. Because a lot of people used to tell me that, why will I say sorry when I'm not the one, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not the one at fault. And then, why will I say sorry? I'm not a fool, man. Yeah, you're not a fool, sis. You're not a fool. But saying sorry is like, it, it, it just means that you, you take responsibility for your wrong words or your wrong deeds or your wrong, or your wrong actions. Or saying sorry, you know, is just the way of, of saying that, okay, I really want a reconciliation. I want everything to be settled. So I'm sorry. Now, what is the way forward? That is sorry. That is what sorry means. So we should not be scared. We should not be too proud to say sorry when, when, when we hurt our partner. 
we should not be too proud to say sorry even when we are not wrong yeah it actually shows that you're mature and shows that you really care about what you share with your partner so the third one is forgive forgiveness is the greatest force for healing in a relationship i'm telling you the moment you forgive amen but then this forgiveness issue is a big deal too because right because there is a way to forgive there, there, there is what forgiveness is and there is what forgiveness is not so that will be the last thing i'll be talking about today so what is forgiveness and what forgiveness is not so forgiveness is not forgetting the hurt happened it's not like you trying to forget what really happened right forgiveness is not pretending it doesn't happen or pre pretending it doesn't matter. Like, it's not a big deal. Uh, you know, I've gotten it. It's not a big deal. So, that is not forgiveness, right? You know, forgiveness is not failing to confront your partner's wrong and artful behavior. That is not forgiveness. So, forgiveness is not like trying to say that, okay, I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to confront him. I've forgiven him. That is not forgiveness, actually, because you will say that you are still hurting deep down inside of you, right? So you're just trying to form a strong girl, strong guy, you know, uh, stuff like that. And you you refuse to actually to, to talk about it to your partner. That is not forgiveness. So forgiveness is facing the wrong done to us. You face it with your head up. Face it. Okay. This is it. This is what happened, babe. I don't like it. You talk, you talk it out. That's it. Forgiveness is recognizing the emotions inside. And there's a way you feel. There's a way you feel and it, it is hot in you. You recognize it. That is forgiveness. You recognize the fact that, no, I'm hot by this. And it is when you recognize it that you can work on it. It is when you recognize that you can talk about it. It is when you recognize that you can find a way at which you, can, you guys can resolve it together so that it won't repeat itself. So when you think you're forgiving someone and you really do not communicate, you don't recognize how you feel and you don't communicate well with that person. You know, when the person repeats that kind that, that behavior again, you see that you've not forgiven that person because you get angry the more. You'd be like, I thought you've changed, but you never changed. How do you expect him to change when you never recognize how you were feeling to start with? Not to talk of talking about how to go about it. It's not a it's not it's not omini omini uh science now, like knows everything and it's not it's not God actually. It's just a son of it's a son of God. Okay. <laughs> and then the third one is giving up our self-pity and desire for revenge yeah forgiveness is giving up our self-pity and desire for revenge this one this is forgiveness this is forgiveness you give up your self-pity and your desire for revenge you know some people tell you that i must revenge i don't care i must revenge a tooth for tooth a tooth for a tooth leg for a leg and stuff like that yeah, actually that won't take you anywhere that won't take you anywhere. It's not, it's, it's not, revenge is not, if I don't like that word revenge, okay, I want to take revenge. It does sound somehow to me. So it's, it's not, it's not healthy for your relationship actually. So forgiveness is first and foremost a choice, not a feeling. Yeah, I think I should amount this. Forgiveness is first and foremost a choice, not a feeling. You choose to forgive. Yeah, that is why some people, they don't want to forgive. They will tell you that I, I don't plan to forgive you anytime soon. As a matter of fact, I do not intend to forgive. Not like the person cannot forgive, but it is a choice that we wholly care to make. So forgiveness is first a choice, you know, and not a feeling. Forgiveness is a process. You know, we often need to keep on choosing to forgive. Sometimes on a daily basis, right? Is is a, a, a process. 
We don't, you know, you know, we often need to keep on choosing to forgive. It's something you choose over and over again. As far as you love your partner, as far as you continue to be, be in relationship with him, as far as you are sure that he or she is the one, you still keep on forgiving. You know, on daily basis, even before the person offends you, forgiving the person. How about that? Yeah. That is how we do. That is how we do in the kingdom. That is how believer does. So we don't. Before you ought, we forgive. We don't forgive. <laughs> it's not by our strength anyway, but it's freedom of God. We can't do it, right? So as we do so, gradually the memories of the earth hold less and less power over us. So as you, as you keep on forgiving, the the memories start to fade away. The memories of the heart. Me now personally. See, I might even remember that I get angry at you about four weeks ago. But what really caused the anger? I Me, mean, I don't know. Because the moment I forgive you, it's, it's like, I might actually remember that, okay, you hurt me. But then I do not keep a track record of of that issue. And then probably so that I, I can refer to it when you hurt me again some other time. That's how you used to do. You did that again. Like, you did it two weeks ago. And now you're doing it again. No, no. That won't take you anywhere. So I believe you've learned one or two things against again today. I believe you have journaled like you always do. I believe you'll... Ah, ah, oh no, me calm down. What I'm trying to say, I believe you guys have actually learned one or two things. <laughs> and I believe you really find this podcast and this episode helpful as you've always, you know, done. Thank you so much for always listening to me. I really do not take it for granted. I really do appreciate you guys. You guys are my, you are the best. You are my motivation. I keep on saying it and I really do mean it. I'm not saying because I really want to say, I I feel like saying it. I'm saying because it is the truth. I'm not, I'm not trying to cajole you here. I'm, I'm really saying the truth. You guys are my motivation. You are my inspiration. You're my inspiration. My inspiration, yeah. You're my inspiration, my inspiration, yeah. You're my motivation, my motivation, yeah. You're my motivation, my motivation, yeah. Woo! Thank you, guys. I love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.